Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Well, good afternoon, folks, and welcome into the day's Lifting Lessons at Lunch. It seems like it's been a while since I've been on Lifting Lessons now that we are uh, have five of us doing it, and I like it. Uh, that uh, seems like we're, you know, used to before every other day, so it uh, seems like it's been a while. But we're looking at Philippians in chapter number 2, verses 25 through 30, so we will be Uh, finishing up the second chapter of Philippians today. It I suppose necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger, and he that ministered to my wants, for he longed after you all and was full of heaviness, and because that ye had heard that he had been sick, for indeed he was sick nigh unto death. But God have mercy upon him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I send him therefore the more carefully that when ye see him again, ye may rejoice that ye may be in less sorrowfulness, that I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord and with all gladness, and hold such in reputation, because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me. As we see this, we want to see the mind of Epaphroditus and the work of Christ. He was the pastor of the church in Philippi. Notice Paul He has a way of saying something complimentary of this local pastor. Uh, You know, when I think about that, we ought to be kind of have that mindset there of of trying to be, you know, complimenting people. Many times we're we're too easily to complain about folks and not as much about, you know, giving compliments to people and always trying to be kind to others. You know, it's not hard. Uh, you know, sometimes it is hard to be kind to some people. They just make it difficult. But we need to be kind. We need to find things to compliment people on. And Paul identifies himself with this pastor, with Epaphroditus. He he says he calls him his brother. His brother. Well, he was his brother in Christ. Not his physical brother, but his brother in Christ. And, uh, you know, as believers, we are, we are brothers and sisters in the Lord. And, you know, of course, sometimes, we, you know, as earthly uh, family, sometimes we don't always agree sometimes on things. But we need to know that we're, you know, brothers and sisters in the Lord, and we need to be, you know, kind one to another. I love the song that says, I'm glad... I, I, I'm so glad that I'm part of the family of God. How important that is. And then he says, not only was he, he's, he's my brother, but he says he's my companion or my fellow laborer. We are laborers together with Christ. 
as believers we are. We are laborers together with Christ, working together, laboring together for the furtherance of the gospel. We are laborers together in serving the Lord. And Paul says, hey, he's my, he's my brother. He's my, uh, you know, he's my uh, fellow, uh, you know, companion. And then he says he's my fellow soldier. Serving together as fellow soldiers. You know, Ephesians 6.13 tells us, uh, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye what, may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And then in 2, Cor or 2 Timothy, rather, in verse number 2, or chapter 2, rather, in verse 1, he said, Thou therefore, my son... Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who had chosen him to be a soldier. So we are soldiers of the Lord. We are soldiers of the Lord. And so Paul says that he, him and Epaphroditus were, were fellow soldiers. They were, uh, you know, they, have, they were soldiers of the cross. They labored together as fellow soldiers. You know, just like, you know, uh, I, you know they had a series, I think, um, uh, of those in World War II, and they called it the Band of Brothers, and how they were, they they were, you know, even though they were in many ways they were not related, but they were a band of brothers. They could because they were gone there, and they had a common goal that they were doing, and and they were fighting, you know, the, they were fellow soldiers. And you and I, in the in the army of God, are fellow soldiers, just like Paul says about him and Epaphroditus. They were fellow soldiers. And then, second of all, we noticed that Ephroditus had been sick. Paul said, we're laboring together, but he said, he's been sick, very sick. I mean, Paul says there in, in, in verse uh, uh, 26 and 27 that he was sick unto death. Now, you know, if you're sick unto death, you're pretty sick. If you get to that place... You're pretty sick when you get to that place where you are, you are, to you know, sick unto death, and that's what he was. He was sick unto death, Paul says. But you know, God had mercy on him. God had mercy on him. You know, God raised him back up, as we'll see. And God had mercy on Paul also. He said, "We we serve a merciful God." You know, He had mercy on him. You know, sometimes. Uh, God will heal people. Sometimes he doesn't. But he was sick nigh on to death. So he's pretty sick. But God had mercy on him. God touched him. And thank God, God raised Epaphroditus. He raised him back up. And how great that is. And then notice, notice number three there in uh, verse number 28. Paul sent him uh, back to Philippi. He sent him back uh, there to Philippi. And when he said, when you see him, you may rejoice. 
when you see him, you may rejoice. You know, he says, he's, I'm sending him back, and he says that you may rejoice. So it seems like these people had a love. The church there apparently uh, loved their pastor. They loved him. And, you know, that's the way it should be with you and I. We should love our pastor that God has given us. And, and he, he is here to, to serve us and to, to uh, shepherd the, the sheep. And so, you know, he said you need, uh, yet you can rejoice. So apparently there was a re good relationship with them. And there ought to be a good relationship between the pastor. It doesn't always mean we may not always agree in how he may do something, but he is the pastor. And we must pray for him. We must you know, understand that, that he is God's man. You know, he, he was sorrowful himself. Paul was there. But he, re, you know, he said, receive him in the Lord with gladness. You know, hold such in reputation, he said. So apparently, he, Aphrodite, he, no doubt he had a good reputation. I wonder today, you know, when you talk about that, how's our reputation, you know? How's our reputation if if we went out into the community and we put your name out there, they put my name out there, how would our reputation be? You know, would people thought, well, boy, I don't know about him, you know, or would they, ha would they have a good words to say about us? So apparently this pastor had good reputation. And then in verse 30, because of the, for the work of Christ, he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life, to supply your lack of service toward me. Notice, because for the work of Christ, he was nigh unto death. Because for the work of Christ. It almost sounds like his concern for the work, and maybe he just, his just being so faithful, he got sick. It almost sounds like he was faithful to the work to the point that it may have caused his sickness. If, as you read this, because for the work of Christ, he was nigh unto death. Maybe the old poor guy just about worked himself to death. I don't know. You know, sometimes pastors get so involved like that. And, and, they, they, and it sounds like that maybe he was so involved that, it, it, you know, he got maybe down and he got sick and he, he was in, in a bad way. But, you know, it was all for Christ. It was all for Christ. He had the mind of Christ for the work of Christ. And he gave his all to it. Are we giving our all today to the work of the Lord? Are we giving ourselves, as Epaphroditus did, to the work of God? doesn't mean that we're to work ourselves to death. I think God expects us to have rest and get rest. But is, he, but is our heart into the work like his was? Apparently his was from what we see from what Paul said. And so today, how, how is your, do you have the mind of Christ for the work of Christ? I trust you do today. As we close today, read these verses over again. Chapter 2 of Philippians, verse 25 through 30. And you kind of see the type of a heart that, and the mind that Epaphroditus had. Father, we thank you for the day, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to come we pray that we'll take the word of God and we'll see the, the heart and the mind of this man, Epaphroditus, and God, the, the, the mind that he had of Christ and, and for the work of Christ. 
And God, that we would have that same compassion, that same mind to serve our God and to labor, knowing that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Lord, help us today as we have the day before us to serve you. In Christ's name, amen. Well, thank you for joining in and have a great day.